Good morning, Carolinas. And welcome back to the morning tea. We're your caffeinated creators, Jacob, Morgan, Jessica, and Katie. Today we're going to be talking about how the clothes you wear affect the way you view yourself and how they affect the way other people view you. Jumping right into it, a lot of people say when you get dressed up, you feel better. And that's sort of a true thing because when you get dressed up, you may be in more expensive clothes, nicer quality clothes. You might not be in sweatpants, and that may make you feel a little bit better about yourself because you may look a little bit better than usual. Another thing happened where researchers put some participants in lab coats, like doctor's lab coats, and they found that the people wearing the quote-unquote doctor's quote were more careful and attentive in what they were doing. So actions can also be influenced by the clothes that you choose to wear. Uh, Along with this, so Forbes did this study and they sort of put together a list of things about your actions. So if you do a certain thing, this is what you might be like and maybe you should consider this. So for example, People who keep every piece of clothing they have ever owned are clinging to the past and they're thinking of the sentimental value of the pieces. People who wear only neutrals, uh, they are stuck in a sort of a psychological rut and they're too comfortable to shake it up. So too comfortable to incorporate a pattern. So it did tell them to consider to deviate from their routine, maybe change it up a little small ways. Uh, work on a new accessories to really pop out their outfits. Moving down a little bit, um, some people who dress in clothes too largely for their body may have sort of body issues. So the way they dressed is affecting the personal perception of themselves rather than having someone else's view being changed based on the clothes you wear. So those people who dress in clothes too large see their body differently than others see it. So Forbes considers that bringing in an honest friend shopping may help them choose clothes that would fit perfectly for them. Skipping down to one of the bottom ones, uh, if you are covered in designer logos, you probably think you need to broadcast your wealth in order to be treated well by others. So this is sort of maybe a a thing where someone's feeling insecure and they need to exert their dominance in a way. But they consider that uh, the practice of wearing a blank canvas pieces uh, with only little accent logos uh, emphasize people's value, stuff like that. Like if you are wearing all these designer things, the one thing that is going to make people think of you is, oh, he's rich or she's rich, she's snotty. But That's just going to put a new label on it, and it's going to affect the way people see you. You may feel better about it, but it may affect how people are thinking about what you're wearing. Yes, and I agree with Jacob that different name brand clothing can definitely change the way a person perceives you. Another way is makeup, whether you're a male or a female. According to Medical Daily, an article by Dana Dovey stated that men associate makeup with prestigious positive qualities. While women view other women wearing makeup as being dominant and a potential threat. A study was done and it showed women with and without makeup. Volunteers were asked to vote on which face is more attractive. 
And all the results showed that men and women both rated the faces with cosmetics being more attractive. Research estimated an average American woman spends around $15,000 in a lifetime on just makeup, which I can agree with this because makeup can definitely cost an arm and a leg, especially for just a full face that you're going to take off at the end of the day. It can cost a lot of money. And according to HuffPost, just a single tube of mascara can run anywhere from $6 up to $70, which is just mind-blowing to me personally. But the good thing about makeup is it can adjust how a person views herself. It can make them more confident. It can cover up any imperfections or it can cover up any illnesses. So say you have rosacea. It can cover up the redness on your cheeks. Or if you have acne, it can cover up the acne spots and make a person more confident. So we know that makeup and hair have very heavy influence on our snap judgments and such. And those are very important physical cues. However, one of the biggest things we don't touch on is that sometimes we can go into situations where we already have judgments or impressions. Uh, For instance, one of those being the fact or the example that when you go into a meeting or an interview, you're already going to have expectations set for the other person on how they're going to act. So not only is it physical cues, but it's also mental cues based on someone's status or their position. Kendra Cherry at Very Well Mind uh, talks about social categorization and how it's one of our biggest mental shortcuts that we use in person perception. So it is a categorization process where we place people into different groups based on common characteristics. Uh, Sometimes this happens consciously, other times and most times it happens without us even being aware of it. Um, A lot of the common groupings are age, gender, occupation, and race. So with age, we see this all the time. We see a lot of memes and comments and jokes about it where people will rag on millennials and then people will rag on boomers and it's just how each set has their own different perceptions and um, like morals, I guess, of their, of their generation. Occupation is also pretty big where we hold different um, assumptions about people who do different things or um, with race we see a lot of stereotypes and prejudice based on very little facts and very little information so as with a lot of mental shortcuts social categorization has its positives and its negatives um, its negatives being that with very little information your judgment can lead to errors and inaccuracies like prejudice and stereotypes. However, some of the positives is that it does allow people to make judgments very quickly and sometimes they're very accurate. Um, Realistically, you don't have a lot of time to get to know people on a personal basis and uh, this categorization allows you to make decisions and um, establish your expectations of how people will behave um, very quickly and with very little information, which is um, good. (laughs) So for example, um, let's say you're getting on a bus, right? And there's two seats. There's one and it's this petite woman and she's, you know, silver haired and pretty and she's dressed all nice. And right beside her is this big burly man who looks like a construction worker. He's going to eat you in half, right? Like you're gone if you sit next to this guy. So you choose to sit next to the old silver haired woman who looks really pretty. Well, guess what? She's a pickpocketer and she's very skilled and she robs you. 
So see how your social categorization skills could sometimes play a negative role in your life um, just because we make judgments so quickly and based off such little information. Exactly. And no matter what you wear, the one thing most people are going to remember is your face. When asked to describe someone, most people start with the basics, skin color, hair color, and eye color. Psychology Today reports that facial features are more often remembered following initial reactions than people's bodies, their clothing, or even their personality traits. So this means that most people will not remember whether you wear Gucci or Old Navy, Mac or Elf, a hijab or a beanie. So wear whatever makes you feel comfortable and you'll be good to go. All right, folks, that's all we have for you today here at The Morning Tea. Don't forget to leave a comment down below about how you feel your clothing affects your personal perception on yourself and how it may affect people's views on you. Thank you for joining us bright and early to take a nice big sip of your morning tea. We will see you next week.